When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, sometimes you get stuck. It happens to every hobbyist from time to time. You just get stuck. You get a little bit winded. You run out of creative energy, or perhaps you reach a mental state where you're not able to think about, let alone execute on some of your big ideas. And I've been in that rut before. In fact, not too long ago, I let stuff frustrate me and stymie me. You know, the tank's too small. That piece of wood can't work in the shape tank. I can't hide the damn filter. You know, shit like that. I've had common themes, but often revolving around stuff that I should be able to just look beyond, but often I can't, and it just bums me out. Like, seeing stuff like filters or other hardware that I can't conceal well drives me crazy to no end. And I really hate the limitations of some tanks, some shapes. I hate cube tanks, believe it or not. Just can't stand them. They're difficult for me to work with for some reason. You know, but it happens. I'll get this great idea going and then I'll just bail out on it after a week or two because I simply can't get it to do what I want. And I don't mean the tank is running or uh, up and running. It's, I'll be in the planning stage or the, or the build-out phase and I'll just be ready to pour water and then I'm just like, nope, done. Does this sound familiar to you? Or is this like just sort of a tantrum that's unique to me? I, I don't think so, but what do you do? Well, I have learned to go back to the basics of what moves me. To keep things really simple. To don't overthink everything. And I would say that you don't want to start out with a setup that you know will frustrate you. And there's another thing you can do. You could think like a beginner. Perhaps the outright beginner in the hobby knows something that we all don't. I think that I, or we, that is us more advanced hobbyists, we know too much the knowledge sometimes works against us. We overthink, overplan, overvisualize. We expect too much from stuff. Seriously, we expect too much from things. And I don't mean that from an arrogant perspective or anything. I think that myself, like so many hobbyists of my level of experience, tend to overthink every aspect of the aquarium hobby, particularly during the new tank startup phase, rather than just letting myself enjoy the moment, the wonder and the awe that comes from having something special and beautiful, and let's face it, incredibly cool, I mean, setting up a legit slice of nature in your home is pretty freaking cool. It is amazing. It's something that nine-tenths of the world will never even get to experience or even comprehend. So perhaps, just maybe, I, or we, we know too much. Yeah, we understand all this stuff, or we think that we do, and it puts shackles on us, confines us. We've, we've experienced it many times over the years, and... We've watched and even reassured others that all this is normal and just be patient and it'll pass or whatever. You know, aquarium stuff. We talk about things like that or, you know, do this, do that, whatever. Good recommendations. Outright beginners actually have it much easier than us. They're not bound by the same expectations that we're bound by. It's kind of liberating. They don't expect the same things we do. And they take joy in just having access to this wonderful underwater world. I mean... When just having a glass or a cooked box full of fresh water or salt water in your home is a novelty, a cause for rejoicing, 
you tend to live in this bubble of gentle ignorance. That's kind of harsh, but that's the word I'm thinking of. Let's call it blissful lack of awareness about some things. And blissful lack of awareness that some of the stuff you go through really sucks. You know, algae blooms and in our case, biofilms and stuff that, you know, maybe people aren't big fans of. But that's actually a beautiful thing because a beginner is taken by the sheer wonder and the joy of it all. They don't stress out about stuff like algal films, the detritus and, you know, on the substrate or micro bubbles or the occasional falling piece of wood or rock in their aquascape. They're not worried about that yucky algae or the surface film or any other dozen minutia that we are because they don't know that it can linger a long, long time if you don't manage the tank correctly at this phase. They're not handcuffed by their past experience and the knowledge of having you know, set up dozens of tanks over the years. Rather, they're just stoked as fuck by the thought of glow light tetras, a mono shrimp, less catfish, and ultra common betas taking up residence in their little utopian aquatic microhabitat that they just sent up in, in their New York City apartment. It's amazing. It's a different thing. When we're stuck, I think it's entirely possible to release ourselves from this burden of our own experience and to allow ourselves to enjoy every aspect of this hobby, free from preconception or our own prejudices. To just make quick, easy decisions based on what our research gut or, yeah, I suppose experience tells us is the right thing to do and then just letting it happen, getting out of the way. In other words, taking control of the influence that our own experience provides rather than allowing it to taint our whole journey with doubt, dogma, second-guessing, and over-analysis of every single aspect. It's liberating and relaxing, embracing the sheer joy of being a beginner again. Sometimes it's okay to look backwards. It might just propel you forwards in ways you never even imagined it would. And that's something that I think we all can celebrate from time to time. And, you know, there's, some, there's another thing to it, sort of an afterthought to this whole thing. And it may actually run in con, you know, contradiction to what I just said in some respects, but it kind of goes together. Lately, I've had a person, from personal experience, I've had a few tanks that I started with the best of intentions. Um, you know, one in particular comes to mind. It was, it's been a really cool idea. I had the right materials to do the job. I even had the right aquarium to make it work. However, I set the tank up exactly how I envisioned it. And then after a few weeks of operation, the tank just isn't where I want it. I'm nitpicking a lot of stuff about it. I'm not seeing things evolve where I expected they would be at this point. It's sort of underperforming what, what I thought it would do. And then on the other hand, you know, you'd think I'd be inclined to just kill it, to tear it down, to start over or do something else, make big corrections. You'd think that. Instead, I'm really calm. It's cool and quiet in my head. Believe it or not, it is. I'm not going to do anything about it except to wait. I've been down this road hundreds of times. I know you have too. I know enough to understand the way the tank is looking right now is not how it will look in a few weeks or even months. I'm holding. I'm just going to do the scheduled tweaks that were in my plan. You know, the additions of some things, taking out some stuff, add elements as I intended to as the break, you know, tank breaks in further, that kind of stuff. But nothing more. No big switches, no radical maneuvers, nothing like that. Why? I mean, now would be the time, right? If a tank's not where you want it, right? And why? Because I have faith. I have faith in nature. I know that she'll push things along correctly because that's what she does. She finds a way. I... I know that to intervene now, at the time when the tank isn't looking its best, but it's progressing ecologically and biologically in a great way, would be a shame. It would be akin to selling off a stock just before it you know, breaks out or unload a, a piece of real estate just before the, the property market takes off or whatever. It'd be a shame. 
Because as sure as day follows night, if you laid the correct groundwork to be successful and the tank is checking off all of those proverbial basic boxes, the tank will get to where you want it. Really. Sure. As I say all the time, there's no guarantees when working with nature. She'll, you know, be harsh on you. She can and will at times kick your ass, even when you did everything right. However, there's something else, something more, I don't know, visceral. It's playing a hunch. And a certain realization that things are going well, that they just need more time in order to fully attain the vision that you had or even exceed it. Patience, observation, and faith. These are attributes that we all need to have when waiting it out to see our work blossom. Remember, you're not just crafting a look with a botanical-style aquarium. You're growing a living, breathing microcosm. Some of the variables are out of your control. Yet if you thought through it well before you started and executed according to your vision, and if it's testing right and the tank from a biological standpoint is functioning correctly, you have every reason to be calm and confident, despite the way it might look right now or the vibe you're getting from it. Don't give up. Don't lose faith in nature. She won't lose faith in you if you stay calm. So stay calm, stay observant, stay resilient, stay faithful, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.